Good afternoon, here with the Pokevolt Podcast Gang. We have Sticky and Titan Nexus here tonight. We're going to recap NAIC, and we got some special interviews for you. Uh, so we'll start off. Uh, Titan, do you have any special moments that you would like to talk about from NAIC? Um, mostly, I just wanted to give a huge congratulations to Alex Gomez on his win. Because that's absolutely phenomenal. I watched the final on my way home from work. Uh, I mean, from driving from an AIC, and it was phenomenal. Good job, man. Congratulations. Heck yeah. Sticky, how about you? Um, I want to also congratulate both competitors in the finals. Alex played an amazing game. Um, I had... Uh, shout, shout out Baby Dozo, uh, Baby, Baby Dozo everywhere. Uh, I brought a very similar team to Alex and funny enough sat right next to him round one. Uh, and little did I know he was going to become the champion a little bit later, but congratulations to both competitors. It was an amazing event. Heck yeah. So there were some memorable moments for me. Um, we got to do quite a few, quite a few interviews. Um, Titan, you got to do interviews with James Beck, Olivia. Um, I got to do an interview with Tom Hayden, both uh, Olivia and Tom, right after they got their Worlds uh, invite, you know, and secured it. We got to do interviews with them. So that was really exciting for me. Um, not only that, competing, you know, at my first internationals, it was, you know, quite the experience, like seeing the spectacle of the full stage set up and, you know, how they go all out for an internationals. Um, that was really nice. Sticky, I know you got to meet, like, I, literally everyone. I did <laughs> I did do my best to fan, fanboy out every chance I, I got. Uh, I, when I went to Orlando, I was not that familiar with the community. I just knew a couple names. And so, you know, being uh, accepted so much into the community have I, as I have been in the last four or five months uh, since has, it's been since whatever, uh, land, uh, Feb, since February, I guess, it was so amazing to be able to meet everybody and be like, I'm sticky. And then be like, oh, I, I, I know you. I know you from Twitter. I know you from this. And that felt, it felt really heartwarming to meet a lot of people that knew me. And uh, also Cybertron uh, complimented my fit. So that's another, that was another moment. I, I blushed I blushed so big. I was like, oh my, oh my Lord, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, we were standing in line just to go into the venue. And I, I went and talked to uh, Brian Newman justin tang and sticky's just like fangirling behind me like just like not able to get a word in because he just didn't know how to like talk to them for a second and i'm sitting here making jokes with them and stuff and, and, and it's like shocks I, and it's like i love i like i'm huge fans of them like their vgc play and competitive competitively especially like the new the new world order team i even though i wasn't able to play balance that well i love that team but like Justin and like Judy and all of them, like that was Twitter. Like that was me going, hey, I've I've literally read, read like I've read all your tweets every day of my life for the last couple, like you know, last couple months. You're the goat, like. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, no, that that was very uh, you know, outside of playing at NAC, which is very memorable. Uh, getting to take pictures with a lot of people that I hold in high regards or look up to in that sense. Uh, that was very memorable. We'll never be, we'll never forget that. So, I want to talk about how when I first walked into the venue, and they're playing the music, and you walk in, and you're in, basically that little Mezagoa area, area, 
the euphoric feeling that I got that came over me, like walking into that venue, like I needed that for my mental health. Honestly, that made all the struggling, the team building, everything right then and there, it made it worth it. Like regardless of how I played, like to be at my first internationals in 12 years, like it felt so good. And to be there with all my friends, uh, we got to do the in-person first regulation D tournament right there. Like that was so much fun playing with everybody. I finally got my win off of Juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Juicy. Shout out Juicy. Yeah, we'll, we'll have him on soon. We'll have him on soon. But yeah, it, it was just won so many prizes. My I, I need to get a, build another shelf so I can put up all my prizes I've won from side events. Um, I know, yeah, right? It, but yeah, it was just such an, a euphoric feeling walking in there. Um, and they so went all out. We got to interview like more than 20 people. Uh, when Olivia got her world's invite and I found out, I literally jumped up from my seat. Like, I was so happy for her. Um, she definitely deserves it. All the coaching she's done for all of our friends and everything. Um, yeah, I'm super happy for the events. Didn't perform as, as well as I wanted to, but I'm still super happy, and I'm really looking forward to 2000, the 2024 season. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about Worlds. Unless you have something else you wanted to touch on, Tyler. Yeah, no, that was really it for me. Um, you know, other than, like, the really meme aspect that I played Wo-Chan four rounds, um, and looking at the percentage of, like, how many teams Wo-Chan were on and the chance that I was able to manage to match up into four times, that's uh, hilarious. <laughs> um, but other than that, no, I would, you know, we can move on to well, Reg-D. The, 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 the last thing I'd like to touch on is just the... Anybody who had to secure points at NAIC and secured their points, I want to congratulate them. I know like Tom Hayden, uh, John Zhu, there's a couple people out there who, who had to. And whenever we went from 1,000 to 730, the, the playing field, you could feel the intensity at NAIC when everybody knew there was no more top 256. That was not going to be a thing anymore. Uh, so congratulations to all those people who could secure their invites at NAIC. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, I love that. Um, so I do have up on the screen uh, the list of all the world's players who qualified for uh, to play this year, um, which is only about 358 people, um, which it doesn't sound like a lot compared to like our regionals and internationals that have been like more than 800. Um, so that that's kind of crazy to me like only 350 and how many of those people are actually going to be able to show up at the actual event so i know like there was more people that were qualified for worlds last year but only like 117 i think was the number that actually got to show up to the event and actually participate um due, due to still like travel and covid restrictions um but yeah, I mean, if you look at this giant list, it literally tells you which cool is uh, how, when they fi finally got their invite to. Um, 
which I, I didn't know that uh, my coach James uh, automatically got an invite from being a semifinalist uh, from last year. So that's awesome. So like Paul Chua as well. Like two, uh, Paul Chua, one of the highest uh, grossing points winners for this uh, for this season, and he already had an invite automatically <laughs> <laughs> from the year before. Yeah. Uh, so huge, so many names on this like that like people we've met and like seen perform like so well. It's it's really yeah, crazy. or worked with too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's honestly crazy. Brandon and Zane. this is the one that really gets me right here. Yeah. Number 69, Aaron Zhang. It's going to be uh, awesome watching Cybertron compete. Yeah, it will be. It's awesome that he's still able to maintain, you know, competing, commentating, and being in school or working full-time. It's yep. it's wild. It, it's it's going to be so such a hard world to, like, I, I, it's, it's like I'm going to have to pick when it gets down to the thing of it because there's so many people that I'm going to be ready for it's going to be so hard because like Olivia like we friends like friends of the pod friends of the discord I would love for Olivia Tom 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 has worked so hard this year like Justin winning it all would be historical there's so many storylines for it yeah there, there really is, is yeah it's it's really hard to like pick like we've made friends with so many people like on this list the like who do you root for and how do you root for your friends like because then you're really rooting against your uh other friends too that's so true yeah i really i really want to i'm really still rooting for tom olivia and justin And, and for an American player, you know, always I would love to see an American or Canadian. You know, we're rooting for Canadian too. We'll, we'll <laughs> include them just because we like like Olivia, and uh, they did give us uh, Ryan Reynolds. So. I just want Don Dozo to win. <laughs> he said Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. At what? <laughs> Sticky's really ro- you're really rooting for Don Dozo over here. Yeah, it would be nice to see it to see it win another one like to see to see it to, and honestly either Don Dozo winning it or if Palafin wins Worlds that would be funny because I think, it just it just got ridden off I, I think Don Dozo has been one of the most consistently good mons throughout the whole uh, season so yeah I would love to see it at least make top 8 I feel like that would do it justice to have a even, even if it's a solo Dozo I'd like to see it hit top 8 that make me feel satisfied. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I really like Dozo. I, th- I like Dozo even going into re- Regulation D, you know, um, kind of moving into that topic. I really like it now. Um, it's a mon that I never really adapted to in all these, like, previous formats, but now in Regulation D, I'm really liking how it, like, adds balance to my team. Um, you know, so is there any mons that you two are looking forward to playing in in Regulation D? Uh, I'll let Sticky go first. Uh, Gothitelle. 
I'm, I'm, it is, it's something that I've, I've wanted to play. I was interested in it. I was playing it in, in like in secret, and now I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's, it's looking out at some of the tournaments that have happened. I really haven't seen it too much, but I keep hearing people say it's good. So it's like it's really interesting to for to keep hearing players say, you know, it's a really good support mon. And then we just seen the Victory Road tournament. And I didn't see a single Gothitelle in top cut. So I'm like, hmm, I'm. I'm interested to see where where this goes. I mean, the best team builders in the world just got their hands on the format. If we want to be honest, so we we never know what's going to be good, because nobody's going to show anything until Worlds. This is going to be very hush hush. No, if if you're in a group, then you know, and if you're not in the group, you don't know. <laughs> uh, so for me, honestly, uh, I I love two of my Galarian bir- uh, Galarian birds, Zabdos and Moltres. Um, trying to get them to work on a team for me. Um, I'm also a huge fan of Cleavor. Like he's he he's slowly creeped his way into being one of my top favorite mons. Like I thought he wouldn't have any viability, but I've uh, I, I've been really enjoying him. And of course, I'll always love my Dragonite. Dragonite will always have a special place on my heart. Yeah, Dragonite and Chen Pao combo is still really valid in Regulation D, you know, like seeing it on ladder so much and win tournaments over the past two days, it's still such a strong combo even in this format. So uh, it, it's wild to see how some of these strategies that, you know, came around in Season 1 and kind of stuck around and made adaptations into the Ruinmons that are still now valid into Regulation D it's just, it's it's been very interesting watching the meta um, evolve. Um, while we're on this topic, I will go ahead and say uh, we do have uh, another interview here that I would like to jump to from NAIC live on Sunday. I'll cut that. Uh, we did an interview with Temporal VGC and got some thoughts on Regulation D. Tyler, known as Bellyball VGC, here at NAIC with Temporal VGC. Uh, so I have some couple questions for you today. Um, are you excited for Regulation D? I am excited for Regulation D. It's been really cool to see the Regulation A through C and all these Haldan mods, but it's really cool to see all the old mods come back. Yeah. So going into Regulation D, are there any of the mods specifically that you're excited to play with? Uh, I really like Cresselia. Uh We haven't seen as much Cresselia because, of course, it's not been in the game. And I don't know how much we played with it in Sword and Shield. I can't remember because it's been a while. Uh, but I really like Cresselia. I played with her in 2015 and all that, so I'm real hyped to see her, along with Ursaluna. I've heard that's a cool counter. I've been able to touch it as much, but Ursaluna Cresselia sounds really cool, and the bear is, it's a, it's a cool Pokemon, right? So it looks great. Um, it's its also shiny. It's really cool. I have a shiny Teddy Ursa. I'm really excited to build that in-game. Heck yeah. Um, and also the Urshifus are nice that they're back. Yeah. I've heard that they're pretty good, though. I've heard, like, Aqua Jet, like, one-shots Fluttermane or something. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of cool. It'll be really cool to see how all of these like legendaries and like 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 free like what do they call like whatever Urshifu is like it's not a legendary is it uh pseudo ish well I think Urshifu is considered a, a legendary but yeah it's like a sub legendary all right the sub legendary Urshifu it'd be cool to see how these sub legendaries go up against the paradox mons and the ruins mons right because we've had like we've just been increasing like the power creep yeah. and now it's like oh now we got like a ton of power right yeah so it'd be cool to see how all the paradox mons fit in, into that 
Yeah, that is a really cool aspect. I'm interested to see if there are some of the teams from Reg C that kind of roll over into Reg D and just kind of splice with these new mods. Yeah, for sure. I always love seeing that. It's been cool to see how the formats develop. It's like, hey, maybe we'll see some Regulation A stuff too, like yeah. come back into Reg D. I think that'd be really cool. Awesome. Now, do you have any memorable moments from NAIC that you would like to share today? Um, overall, uh, the event has been amazing. Uh, I don't know how many exact memorable events. It's been a very long weekend. And I've had a really cool experience the entire time. Um, it's been phenomenal talking with players and being able to chat with them and ask how their day is going. Uh, definitely was chatting with you know a solid amount as they've been you know getting the match slips, finishing up their matches, and as I've been helping them out, I love just seeing all of their different perspectives, right? Because I've been a player for 10 years. This is like I started in 2013. That was my first nationals. So it's been 10 years later, which has been really cool, right? So I finally get to see nationals from a staff perspective. And it's so great to just see everyone's perspective in a way, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh, this is my first event, uh, and I'm really excited, I'm really nervous, and all that. And then on the other end, you have like, oh yeah, I've been to like a hundred of these, and but you still get to see how they're going through the day, and it's just so cool, and uh, to see their all experiences. Also, the plushies are great. Oh, I yeah. love seeing the plushies. Um, I might try and uh, given Twitter doesn't go down too hard. I want to start like a plushie uh, Twitter of yeah. all the uh, player plushies next, oh, that would next be so season, cool. maybe, because there's some really cute ones. Yeah. There's a larvitar, like a big larvitar and a tiny tyranitar, that I think is really cute. That's awesome. That's actually one of my like favorite things about you, you know, that I saw you on stream so many times wearing the gastrodons, that like you sat down or came over in the first round and helped me with my whole issue with my Nintendo subscription. So. I, when I walked over, I was like, oh, you're my favorite judge. Like, I'm so excited. So I really do appreciate you talking with us today. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Of course. Yeah, I hope you've had a great weekend. Yeah, thank you. Hey, Titan, can you bring that up for us on the screen? Uh, so we did get a sneak preview into uh, the 2024 season. Uh, so my first regional back will be in Pittsburgh, uh, September 8th through the 10th. Um, it's only like three hours away from me. I can literally drive up there and knock that one out um then we got the second event is going to be in barcelona uh which is really cool uh i don't remember the last time barcelona got a regional i'm not sure if they got one this year yeah i don't think they did um i don't know how to pronounce that other that place's name um so i'm not gonna butcher it peoria <laughs> No, the other one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I'm not even giving that. I'm not going to butcher it. Uh, then Peoria, <laughs> Illinois on October 6th through the 8th. Uh, then we got Sacramento, October 13th through 15th. Uh, Lily, uh, which I have no idea where that is. Um, and then we got Toronto at the end of October. Uh, so just the first two months, really, of events, uh, only really one that I'm going to be able to make it to, um, but still uh, pretty excited, and hopefully I can get that one in and get, like, a local in or something for the month. Yeah, I really wanted to go to Toronto until I saw the waiting list for um, passports, so I won't be able to make it to Toronto. Um, Pittsburgh will probably be one of the only ones. Um, I I mean, Peoria is... 
I have friends that live in Illinois, you know, in the server, so I think that it might be possible to make that one happen as well. It's not like a crazy far drive from where I live either. Um, Pittsburgh isn't either, and flights to Pittsburgh right now, if you can buy ahead, there are flights right now that are cheaper than $100 round, round trip. So that's something that like, you know, if you can jump on early, it's, it's one that's fairly cheap to travel to. Um, you just have to be able to plan ahead. Uh, so Pittsburgh looks really nice, and then the same as the one in Illinois. Um, the West Coast is just this early in the year to travel all the way to the West Coast after all the travel this late in the season. Um, I just don't see, you know, for me, making it happen. Um, I would really like to. We have some friends here in the group, Corpsey, who, you know, will be making it out to Sacramento for his first regional, so that would be really exciting. Um but yeah, sticky. Are you, is there any there that looks good for you? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looks looks very very good to, good to me. Uh, I think everybody else is kind of on the same page as that. And as as much as I plan to be more competitive next year, and I really am hoping to make some type of run. Uh, also, seeing my friends is very is very important to me. So the fact that it's kind of like a group census among a lot of people that I've been talking to that Pittsburgh sounds good. Pittsburgh is really what I'm looking for uh, and maybe actually I didn't think Sacramento was going to be a possibility but my girlfriend and her family live well my girlfriend lives there but her family lives close to Sacramento and she's actually down to visit the issue is that her sister gets married the same month so I have not discussed where this date falls in uh, there's a chance Sacramento happens I agree with you though if she doesn't really want to go to Sacramento. I didn't really want to go to Sacramento. Just traveling all the way out there right now, especially from Texas and where I'm at, really just isn't the plan. Uh, Peoria and Pittsburgh look really, really good to me right now. Heck yeah. I'm hoping this doesn't deter us from uh, with us getting a Sacramento one. I'm hoping that we still get like San Diego and like all those other ones too. Yeah, I'm interested to see what that looks like for the second half of the year as well. You know, like. Because I feel like these, this is a very interesting group of cities for regionals. So, I, you know, I'm really interested to see what it rounds up for in the second half of the season. If, you know, we, we have two, we have one in the Midwest, we have one East Coast, and then there's a Canadian and a West Coast, and a couple Europeans. So it's really interesting to see, like, what the second half of the year will turn into, you know, if they're scattered through the East Coast and the South. Am I you gonna know? get any love? Am I ever gonna get any love down here? Can, I mean, Dallas used to have TCG. Can they bring it? And Houston has two airports. We can handle the people. Come on, send them down here. Send them down here. Well, you know, they're they really don't want to send uh, this type of group of people to like Texas or Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Orlando. Well, Orlando was okay. Orlando was okay. Yeah, yes, there was Orlando last year. I was actually year, yeah. really shocked that they had a tournament in Orlando. Yeah, but maybe their, like, like Arizona. Even even Arizona, I'd be cool with. Yeah, Arizona wouldn't be bad. No, it wouldn't. Somewhere, somewhere south, a little bit, a little bit easier. I mean, I can't drive anywhere. Texas, I mean, getting from Texas to or from Houston to El Paso is the same drive from El Paso to California. Uh, yeah, my big question true. now, after seeing this list, is. Uh, so there was rumors that we were going to get the uh, Latin America International, uh, which would be right there in November, I feel like. Um, 
So I'm wondering if after Worlds, uh, or at Worlds, if we'll get the rest of the, uh, mm-hmm. we'll get the rest of the year, or if they're going to wait till September. Yeah, I feel like they may wait until the season, like, into the season a little bit to release some of that, um. I mean, they may at Worlds, but I think they'll probably wait until into the season around September to release that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I gotta talk my wife into letting me uh, go to EUIC. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well Sticky, thank you for jumping into the episode with us today and recapping NAIC a little bit. Tighten the same to you. Uh, it was a really good time up at NAIC. I got to meet a lot of people, you know, and uh, make some friends with some of my Twitter followers. That was a great thing. Uh, you know, getting to hang out afterwards with the entire VGC community in one place was, you know, a really nice thing. Life-changing. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, seeing some of the dance skills within the community was an amazing thing. Um, yeah, really look forward to the future um, and my next season. Uh, thanks again for everyone jumping onto this episode. If you're interested in being on a future episode of the podcast, reach out to us at pokavoltclub at gmail.com. Uh, thanks again for tuning in today.